With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Call yourselves Title Town? Are you kidding me? That's fraud. Uh, it feels like a gray area. Spoiler alert, Canada. Cup's coming back to the U.S. of A. There's way too much negative stigma attached to strippers. I I hate you guys so much. <laughs> My dog just shit his ass. Hey, 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 here we are in Craft Brood Sports, and hopefully somebody somewhere can hear me because Scott is just straight up digging a tunnel, not even going through it. I see his smiling face and his dope lid right now, but I'm not sure if he can hear me. Early indications aren't good. I so. can hear you, but I <laughs> oh, don't know if you can hear me. We can hear you now. Can you hear me now? <laughs> Can you, you hear me? You know what my favorite part about this is? Yep. Mike, just like the Mike, old commercials, I can hear you fine. Oh my God, the delay is so bad. It is so bad. Like, we're talking like oh, a good dear solid. Dear God, time. I'm going to have to get out and come back in. Good. Dear God, I'll be back. Okay, I love you. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, all right. So, welcome Gotta to Craft Breed Soccer, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Aiden and, and, and Andrew sitting in here with you here tonight. Look at that. That is a beautiful jersey. Absolutely perfect number. Aiden, the intern, showing up loud and proud. How you doing, man? How's, how's your night? I'm doing pretty good. I'm not homeless like I thought I possibly might be right now, so can't complain too much. That is absolutely amazing news. Um, I don't want to get too much into it, but I actually had a friend tell me today that the solution to homelessness is if the homeless people were just not so mean, because then people wouldn't worry about them moving into their neighborhood. 
Yeah, that was an interesting take. So uh, we're hoping that you're going to be here with us the rest of the evening as how, as we have just as many more interesting and entertaining takes. Scott, I see you back. Your eyes look like they're moving around pretty good, pretty quick, pretty fluid. Are we good? Uh, nope. Not nope. great. Not great. Give me a give me a, a wave. Mother, give me a sound check wave. Clap. <laughs> That's it. His hand went from below for the to love right of here. God. Yeah, yeah. This is like trying to play, you know, uh, NBA Live on like that 56k modem connection, and your shit was just jacked. Like you'd be going to the hole. Next thing you know, Shaq has also rejected you and dunked on you before your like frame even refreshed. That's gonna be a great. I think you're inbounding the pass. Me, though, You've already been or... blocked by Shaq. Yeah, about every 20 seconds, Scott, we can hear you. About every 20 seconds, uh, you pop in. Um, An angel gets its wings? Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing, Scott. Mm. You need to solve these problems because otherwise we're just going to sit here and talk football all day long. And, and I mean the kind you play with your actual feet instead of something that is basically a misnomer and a lie. So. I was going to say, I might be wearing the jersey. That doesn't mean I have well, the knowledge. Well, I guess I'll just hang out. That doesn't matter, man. We could talk uh, American kits across the years, man. Like, there's ways to talk soccer without talking soccer. That is fair. We could do a, a randomly assorted fire or dumpster fire that just came up. But I do have breaking news If for oh, the boy. baseball fans out there is oh, as of one minute ago, Joey Gallo just got traded to the New York Yankees. Breaking news right there. So two two, qu fans. two quick questions. Um, one, who is Joey Gallo and where did he play Who's before? Who's Joey Gallo? Texas Rangers Texas is where he played. Mook. <laughs> and uh, he he's a guy that hits a lot of home runs. That's all I got for you. <laughs> I don't all know I why is, I'm full screen right now, but that's what I got. Because cause you're driving homes. That's why. Don't 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 be shy. You've got this knowledge. You're imparting it upon the people. That's a good thing. Uh, so I, <laughs> I, I think that's great news. Joey Gallo, some dude from down in Texas who isn't on a team that cheats and hits a lot of home runs, went to the worst team in the league that nobody likes. So get, get your breaking news here first. Uh, let's go to our resident baseball expert and get a quick take, hot take reaction from that news. Scott, how do you feel about the trade? In 20 seconds, fuck the Yankees. <laughs> Mike would be so mad at me right now about just letting that dead air sit. But, like, I'm sorry. I don't know what else to do. Let's lean into this. Uh, Scott, you could you could try rebooting the router. And if you're still fucked, then it's just going to be a fuck of a show. So, hey, there you go. Um, hey, well, love me back. Okay, we love you. Bye-bye. So we all kind of knew tonight was going to be a little rough. Yeah, it, it, this is that's a great way to put it. It's interesting. It's not bad. It's just interesting. Um, it's not a problem. It's an opportunity, as they say. God, we were going to come in here and talk tonight about how the Olympics have just been absolutely jacked and, quite honestly, the worst thing around. Um, we were going to do a rating scale for our beer. Someone put a comment in the uh, the the show notes that said TBA, but I have an idea. Then I responded, stop me. yelling at me. I, 
I assumed it was Scott, but we can't rate our beers until Scott's back. So maybe to sort of like, you know, stretch and pull it out, as they say in show business. Aiden, do you want to tell me what you're drinking tonight and rate it on your own scale of uh, how about Olympic memories? There you go. Just to fill in. I was going to say, Drew, you always put me on the spot to just come up with my rating scale. I swear this has happened five times and I haven't even been here that long. Uh, But yeah, I'm I'm drinking old chub. (laughs) <laughs> old, chub. old chub from uh oscar blues brewery it's a scotch ale i was doing my best to give the uh the fans what they wanted because it's eight percent alcohol uh percentage so you know i might get a little bit more drunk than i intend to but we'll see how that goes you know but so as far as olympic memories i don't want to do what mike said last week where he just talked about michael phelps muscles but you really did put me on the spot here But I'll I'll go with uh, Usain Bolt winning the gold medal and then knowing 50 meters in that he was going to win. And he just kind of looked to his left, looked to his right and started jogging at the 50 meter point and still got the gold medal. Probably set a world record. That's what I'm going to go with. Uh, But, yeah, this beer is really, really good so far. Uh, You know, I don't want to chug it by any means, but it's a great sipping beer. And I'm having a pretty good time as you're taking a picture of this. And uh, All right. What beer are you drinking today, Drew? Oh. And the great callback, great callback, Aiden. See, you like to you like to play the I'm an intern card, but man, you got a hang of this. Like, look, we don't know what the hell we're doing, and you play it off even better. Uh, yeah, had to get the pick for my untapped check in. Uh, I'm over here tonight drinking. Uh, this is gonna take me Strata Stratophonic, I think is what that is. Stratophonic, yeah, from Levante Brewing Company. Uh, it's an IPA, six point three percent, pretty solid there. Um, I'm excited about it. It's pretty good so far. It's got some good flavor, kind of in the middle range alcohol content wise. It's got a high 3.96 caps on untapped, so I'm feeling good. I'm feeling positive about it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and call it the um, Muhammad Ali lighting the uh, lighting the uh, shit. What is it? The cauldron or whatever. Like he had the- he had the to- well. He had the torch, but he lit and then the, the fire, the flame. Yeah, the flame. There it is. He he lit the flame in Atlanta, and it was just like this huge monumental thing. Um, because honestly, I hate to admit it, but that was like when I learned who Muhammad Ali was. Like I was young enough at that point that that was like the first time I came across him. My parents told me the story, and I was like, because I remember thinking like he was up there, and and he you know was dealing with some. Uh, so- oh, great! Now I'm freezing. Fantastic. Um, he. <laughs> It was a great memory. I learned the story of who Muhammad Ali was, why he's such an influential and important character. So not just the lighting of the torch that kicks off the Olympics, which in and of itself is pretty cool. I got to learn about Muhammad Ali. So uh, that's my memory. Scotty, I see you there. Uh, you ready to creep on in here, man? You, you feeling good? You ready to roll? Maybe. Okay. I got a thumbs up going. Can, it, can you hear me now? I can definitely hear you. I didn't mean to throw you in screen like that. I thought I'd give you a second, but you know, it is what it is. Um, nah, you're good. I, I mean, I'm sitting here waiting for technology to uh, fix it. So, so, you know, I, fucking I just want to put right? this out here, Drew. I wasn't alive in 1996 when Muhammad Ali, you know, lit the torch, but even <laughs> I feel like I would have known him in 1996 who he was. So, yeah. gotta, so gotta you blame the you a little bit on that one. Well, so, so, so first of all, I, I mean, Aiden, that's not surprising because you're a big 90s kid. I get it. You're a big 90s guy. Uh, second, um, 
look, dude, I was a soccer player, man. I didn't know nothing about boxing or anything else like that. Like I was, I was a sheltered young kid. I, I knew what I knew and I needed someone to teach me and, and open didn't up know those who avenues to discover it. I mean, that's like most... saying you were a, a football fan, but you didn't know who Shaq was. That's an interesting parallel. Thank you. And if that's I true, up with it on the spot. Wait, I'm very see, and yet you complain about what I make fan, you come up with ratings on the spot. Who Shaq was. So, anyway, Scott, what are you drinking tonight? And were you the one that had the rating scale? I do have the rating scale, and uh, I am drinking for the second week in a row a double strawberry milkshake IPA. This one from Weldworks Brewing Company, though. I figured after last week I'd go on ahead and just do back-to-back to see which one had better. Uh, this one's pretty similar. Ass load of strawberries, got the lactose, everything going on, 8%. Just as delicious. Uh, the, the rating scale that we're going with this week is from... Hmm. Now I lost it. We're gonna go yeah. back. We're gonna we're gonna go from not knowing who Muhammad Ali is in the Olympics. Oh, damn it! <laughs> to uh, you know, maybe USA actually earning some gold. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with this is uh, a very solid gold to start off. All right, fair enough. Uh, that's what I get for being, you know, open and honest on this show and and putting myself out there and being vulnerable. What what else could I have expected? Uh, again, since since Mike's not here, he's off in South Carolina hanging out and having a good time and completely forgetting about us. I'm gonna try to fill in and read some of these comments, see what other people are drinking. Uh, Gabe is drinking the dr- he's drinking the rugged outlook. DDH Honey Oat Cream Triple IPA 9% from Humble Forager Brewery. Holy shit, dude. How did you take that all the time to that out, man? I would have just stopped after Honey Oat. <laughs> but <laughs> solid. It sounds delicious. Let us know how it is. Um, again, Mike yells at me about reading comments wrong all the time, so he'll probably find some way to criticize this because I only know... It's Rock Robster Gaming is the handle. I'm sure that's a real human in life in real life that we know. But it's Robert Taylor. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> he's drinking Master Chucho, a dip made Chuchow. with lotus, cashmere, and citra, 8.5%. Sounds delicious. Different flavor palette than Gabe, but both sound like amazing beers. Uh, and then, of course, our friend... One of the co-founders of the show doesn't have time to be on the show, but guys doesn't have snarky comments about technology, you son of a bitch. Exactly. (laughs) Sherm himself commenting, dropping in, saying, I love Scott with the Papa B camera angle this week. You know, listen, motherfucker, if you have time to do that while you're wrangling them chillings, (laughs) you could at least come in here and help a fucker out. Like we are struggling, bro. Like well, as soon as the, the best part about this is my computer's at 94%. So I can sit here and talk and also curse at my computer while things are going on. So that's an interesting way to uh, do the show. We're 15 minutes in and we've talked absolutely nothing except for technology errors. Holy crap. And- we are 15 minutes in. Oh boy, that is. I, how did that happen? I don't know. Hold on. Hold on. I'm not doing my job. Moving on. Thank all you right. for doing my job. Hey, it's all good. Aiden, you've, you've got a more important job tonight. You're distracting the, the fans from the disaster that's going on because you just keep coming out with the beautiful, beautiful outfits. What is now? What is this one you got you got repping over here? Uh, I got the red USA now. So I went from blue. Now we're red. 
Now, there might be more. There might not. You've got to stay or stick around and keep watching to find out. And that's what they call a teaser, folks. Again, it, tease, Aiden. the intern just crushing it. Like, this is amazing. Um, I will say, too, it's it's interesting. You can tell that's the U.S. men's jersey because there's no stars for championships or anything. Else, you know, because <laughs> I'm wearing a loser's jersey right now. You're right. But you look good doing it. So that's all that Thank matters. You. That being said, we're going to get into some show topics because apparently I'm going to have to do this thing You're going to have to drive for just a second, Mookie. Deal with it. You'll be all right. Hey, let's lead things off by starting off with the Olympics because that's what's going on right now. And it's been just a shit show of a time for both the Olympics in general. The fact that it's a year delayed uh, as of a week ago, they didn't even know if things were going to happen because of the damn COVID cases that are rising in Japan. And instead, here we are. <sighs> USA is there. Uh, I mean, the the weirdest part is that most people like us are complaining about how terrible things have been for Team USA, but we still lead in the medal count somehow. But I guess that's where standards are. Uh, Mookie, what the hell was going on with us? In everything, seemingly. Oh, okay. In everything. So basically, you're you're saying not only do I have to, you know, continually fix baseball, but I have to learn and fix all the other sports. That's fair. Well, you don't have to break down every single sport. I'm just saying, in general, we're losing in what? We're we're sucking in basketball. The women didn't look great in pool play. You know, they they had the six nothing game, but other than that, they they looked mortal which isn't usual for them like it's just been a nightmare for team usa by our standards oh no it's been it's been a nightmare across the board it's been a nightmare in the pool too which is surprising like it's what i don't understand is it's so consistent every single sport now something that i heard uh uh, my man tony kornheiser say earlier this week on pti that I, i agree with and i think plays into it is the whole year delay pushing everything back, I think, really fucked up some of the elite athletes who had training programs and regimens that were designed for them to peak at just the time of the Tokyo Olympics. And so, like, think think about someone like Simone Biles. She trained for four years straight, doing every competition with her eyes set on gold in Tokyo. And then you put all of that on pause and be like, hey, you're at your peak right now. Just kind of like stay that way for the next like 10 months or so, maybe less, maybe more. We're not really sure, but just like stay at that. Like she is a finely tuned Porsche or Ferrari running just on the edge of a red line racing for an indefinite and indefinite amount of time. And you can't you can't not expect that to break down. And I think that honestly, it's just it's hard. It's hard for athletes that that aren't ready for that type of setup to to deal with it. Aiden, go ahead, jump on in here, my man. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't disagree with your point, but is every other country also not having to do that? Was every other country's athletes also not on the same schedule and theirs were interrupted? Like I, I get what you're saying, a hundred percent, and you're probably right. It has affected Team USA and in every single sport, every single athlete especially like Simone Biles, things like that. But every other country is also having to deal with it too. It's not like we were the only country delayed. That's a very American way to think about this. Well, so first of all, first of all, it absolutely makes sense. And it just shows you have a lot to learn because the most important (laughs) part of this is only America matters, right? Like, like, let's be honest here. Only America matters. So let's start off with that. Let's all agree to that point. Whoa. Uh, whoa, whoa, Second, 
Whoa. Second. Now, hold Whoa, on. Let me up. get to my real point. Second. Second. In America, our athletes are training 24-7, 365 for these things because, you know, they can. In other countries, they got to go up and they got to, you know, uh, uh, you know, collect coconuts in their day job to pay for their for, to, to make a living wage to then be able to go and compete in sports. Here we have an Olympic Did, program that's what? year round How and far dedicated to this. You every other country in the world is. I did, yes, because in the last, not the current gold what cup, the, but the one before it, the one before it, the, the team from Tahiti, I believe it was, or some other one of those island nations. Uh, they their team would they're all a bunch of semi pros, and so literally one of the dudes on the team, his job was climbing up the trees, chopping down coconuts, picking them and harvesting them as his day job. And then he went and trained and played on the na- the men's national soccer team. I'll look it up, but this that was a real thing that happened. And so that was the first thought that jumped in my mind. But shout, yeah, shout I mean, out, think Mike. moving on. Just just because Mike threw that in there. And I don't know if we can talk about other countries and being like, yeah, everyone else just picks coconuts. So oh, is, is, I just is have Mike to put worried. that out there. I mean, look, I'm not yeah. I'm not trying to paint with a broad brush, but there is a level of of fine tuning that like you have to go to because the other part about it, think about it this way. Simone Biles isn't out there having to to push hard to to you know find sponsors to continue to fund her training and things like that. Again, in other countries, their athletics aren't nearly as well funded. So in a way, the more time that they have to get reps in and, you know, compete on the professional level, uh, volleyball is a great example. Handball is a great example um, where there are professional leagues in Europe where our athletes play. But that is the only opening for athletes in other countries to be able to get that level of training. And so another year with them developing in those gives them the time to get to that point. Whereas in America, the Olympic teams train in their camps leading into Tokyo, sometimes for as much as you're leading into that. So when that training gets disrupted, they can't go and just jump back into the top level competitive leagues to then try to continue their skills because they committed to the Olympic program for a certain period of time. So again, not trying to make this into like a whole whatever, like 45 kind of thing and, you know, create a, a, a whatever. I was just trying to work in that there were dudes picking coconuts that were playing on men's national soccer teams. Whereas in America, we got a bunch of spoiled losers. That's fair enough. All right. What's the next topic? Can you hear me? Yes. Were you saying anything I, I during that entire stint? No, because I'm still waiting to see if there's a giant <laughs> delay. I have no idea. Spoiler alert. There is. Yeah. <laughs> Man, who's uh, in charge of the cameras? Hey, remember this? that entire show? Remember that entire show that Mike did where he was muted because his shit just wouldn't work and he just sat there folded arms angry? Well, here's my turn. Now you know the feeling. Yeah, so... I mean, I will say this much. Y'all give me shit for my things breaking and and whatever, tripping on themselves a little bit here and now. But at least mine break consistently so I can fix them. Like, you two may go down once in a 100 shows. But when you go down, it's like a hard out. Like, there is no coming back. We is just fucked. Um, 
So again, Sherm continues to sit over here and ramble on about who the hell knows what because uh, he's clearly too busy to come on with us tonight or even call in on the drunk line, but he can text in comments on the YouTube's feed. So thanks for that, man. Just sitting, leaving me and Aiden out here just floating in a sea of disaster while Scott's fighting over Spectrum fucking his internet. But Mike did say the Aiden jersey changes are amazing tonight. Best sight gag since Drew green screen in his ND gear. Now, you're absolutely right, Mike, because I don't think we got to you, Aiden, for the last one before you put this uh, beautiful piece on. But I think now give me let me give me a chance here. Is, uh, yeah, is this one guess? One guess? Um, Just kidding. Oh, you can have as many as you want, but I don't I don't know how long we want to spend is time it, on this one. Is it in the Bundesliga? Uh, it is a country. Oh, oh, shit. Are they in Africa? Yes. Macedonia incorrect damn it uh okay pass they beat team usa in basketball in a scrimmage oh nigeria there you go damn, that's, that's me right I, now this could be my next guess yeah beautiful ni- oh that wait scott's here i he thought you were here. oh he's just super froze Hold okay up. we're just gonna remove him for the stream then so i don't accidentally put him back in oh now we can't <laughs> now we can't hear him at all oh now we can hear him i'm Oh, that's well, good. Too. Anyway, now I'm out. This is fun. This is fun. Uh, <laughs> so to the next topic about the Olympics, because there were actual things we wanted to talk about. Um, OK, so Aiden, what did. Uh, no, sorry. I don't want to put you on the spot. I was going to put you on the spot, but I won't put you on the spot. I mean, you you haven't stopped putting me on the spot before. So, I mean, feel free to to give it your best. That's fair. I'm struggling to be. This is a lot for me right now. Uh, so I'm just trying to keep this shit together to get to the half. We're staying break. afloat, though. That's oh, we what, are. That's we matters. are. You know what? You know who we are? We are that guy that finished eighth in the men's 400 meter free stroke. Uh, again, I'm going to murder the country name, but I think it was Tunisia. And I remember we were watching it and we we're like, oh, man, hey, look, a guy from Tunisia finished eighth. Like, wow, you don't usually see them in uh, the swimming competitions. And then we ended up turning it off and going to do something else. Oh, there's an echo. All right. All right. I think we're good. I muted Scott. I think we're okay. (laughs) We turned it off, walked away, came back, came to find out that dude, he finished, I think it was fifth in his heat, but somehow eighth overall. And so he qualified for the final. And then in a stunning upset, came back and won a gold friggin' medal. That, I mean, it was absolutely stunning. If I could remember who it actually was, you know, an underdog story. Uh, things you love to see. Scott, did you pick up on that uh, that swimming finish? He's gone. So what you're saying is... Oh, he's gone from both. This is going to be the best show of all time. <laughs> oh, clearly. No, I'm Top back. rated. Top he rated of belly up. Um, right. So anyways... Now is my audio fucking up with everything up? No, you're good cool. now, man. Um, yeah. But, All right, let's go back to let's go back to Simone Biles for a minute. We uh, haven't started on Simone Biles, but let's do it. No, yeah. I, no, no, no. Well, Mookie mentioned it, and I know we didn't want to just gloss over it. So obviously, if you've been living under a rock, you haven't heard that uh, Simone had to pull out of the Olympics because she was having personal issues, and it turns out she said that it was for her mental health. Well, that led to a firestorm in the last 24 hours where every single expert has something to say about it. 
And I just can't believe the fact that we're sitting here after the past, mm, I don't know, three or four years where mental health has come to the forefront as a problem in this country. And yet everybody has the take that she bailed or she quit or that it's something wrong with her driving me nuts. So Aiden, am I the only one that thinks Scott is completely hammered? Like, is he drawing out all his words? It's That's either that or the connection. Ass connection. Damn it. Okay. I was just trying to tell we if it was on purpose or not. We can pretend that it's because he's hammered that the draw is coming out. I Let's go that route with it. So honestly, Scott, that's not what I, I haven't heard that people have been telling her that she quit or whatever. And if they are, fuck them. That's that's ridiculous, man. I, like, look, you could see it in her face. Like she was just not right. And especially in a sport like that, where you have to be so precise in such a short window of time. I just I can't even imagine how how stressful that would be. And then also to have the entire put <laughs> have the entire hopes of a nation put on your shoulders i giggled because robert taylor said can we hurry up and talk about football training camp what do you what do you i'm sorry otas don't count um <laughs> simone training camp is officially open though drew said is that uh i refuse to acknowledge that until uh aaron Rodgers shows up to camp and we all know that ain't happening until like we he showed, showed up, up two today. days ago what no way <laughs> are you kidding me nope. You know what? I must be just like David Bakhtiari, and I must not be very close to Aaron Rodgers then, because I didn't know about that. Well, anyway, finish your thought on Simone, though. I respect her for pulling out in that way, because if she wasn't right, if she couldn't mentally hone in and complete the stunt she was going to try to do, A, she could have gotten herself hurt. You're flying through the air spinning at such a high speed. If you don't land right, you could snap a leg. And you could Joe Theismann yourself right the fuck out of here. B, she made the right call to save a, a medal for her teammates and for the nation. Because those other girls, have women, have been working for years, if not their entire lives, to be in that situation. Granted, it's unfortunate that Simone didn't realize that she just didn't have it until she hit that first vault. Because that put them behind the eight ball. But those three women rallied and knocked it out the fucking park. They stepped up in events they weren't expecting competing at all, and they they brought it home. So I'm so proud of that team. I'm so proud of Simone for being able to do what's right for herself and the rest of her squad. Fuck all these other people who don't understand what it's like to be competitive, but also understand the bigger picture than just uh, roll the ball out there, let's play. So, Robert Taylor, what you got to say about that? I don't know why you put it on me as you asked Robert Taylor a question, but all right. Well, I was just going to say that it's it's just a bunch of gym class heroes. Everybody has the take that, you know, she shouldn't have quit or whatever like that. But, I mean, has anybody ever actually competed on the world stage with an entire country expecting her to just go out and dominate? Like, it's almost... It's almost like Simone was her own villain because she was so amazing the last Olympics and she's been so amazing in her career since that everybody expects that there's nothing that could stop her and she was just supposed to go out in there and dominate. Well, I mean, that's just not how it works sometimes. Let let me ask this question. Were expectations different for, let's say, like a Michael Phelps kind of situation because everybody expected him to win the gold medal? Uh, and he he did, and I 
my main thing is I think social media is causing, uh, you know, these issues to come up with people where it's like um, mental illness and stuff like that. I think social social media is like the causation of a lot of these things. And Michael Phelps didn't have to deal with that. And so I feel like he was able to, you know, actually reach what people expected of him because he didn't hear what people were expecting of him for years and years and years. Simone Biles has been reading for five years now what everyone's expecting of her on social media, Twitter, everything like that. And that's the weight of the world on her shoulders. So, you know, that, that's really tough for any athlete to come over. So do you think that's a really long-winded way? Do you think Michael Phelps had the same pressure and expectations as Simone Biles had? That's an open question for either one of you. So, so let me jump in there and I will say, absolutely. I think the only difference is that somehow he, he made it through and was able to like, kind of figure some shit out. Like, I don't know if it's easier in swimming to hide that from everyone because you're not out there on the floor for hours in between routines and stuff. And you just come out for five minutes, hit the pool, do your thing. No, we're not. No, we're not going to show Mike's comment because if he's not good <laughs> enough to show up on the show and do his fucking job, we're not going to read that. Cause there's at least two good takes before that in line, which I was going to get to before Scott ruined it. Um, but yeah, and I think he had very similar things. And the other thing to remember is uh, that uh, Robert Taylor pointed out too. Michael Phelps retired twice because of the pressure and he actually came back from like an absence in the, the spotlight to uh, make another Olympics run. But he also went into some really dark places once he retire retired and it was really hard and he has had some really frank conversations about it. So I'd encourage everyone to look those up. Um, Robert Taylor also said Simone Biles is the best athlete in, in, in history, but I, I think too, Biscuit has a great take here when he said they changed the rules to go against you and you have been through hell with coaches and sex abuse and to do what she did is fucking heroic. Good for her. Completely agree. Completely agree. Absolutely. That's such a great way to sum it up. Like, well, and that's, she, th that's the whole thing about this is, you know, mental health being at the forefront of the news and everything now with just everything going on. I don't understand that people can say this teenager who's on the world stage yeah. doing things that people have never done, you know, is, is somehow less of a person because she decided, look, in this moment, I don't have it. And I'm not going to go out there and risk my reputation, hurt my team, whatever it is, whatever her reasons were. The fact that she decided to say, look, I'm pulling myself out of this so I can work on me and I can make sure I'm okay. That takes an amazing amount of courage, way more courage than people to sit there on the internet and say, well, she's not mentally tough or she quit on her team when they've never even played sports. And if they did play sports, they've never been on that type of pressure. Oh, I absolutely agree. And, and, uh, I agree. Uh, Those people that are saying that are probably the same exact people that never made it past Little League. Hey, hey, you can, no, no, don't shake no sticks at Little League. That's all that Todd Frazier had going for me. Okay, man. Um, before before we shift gears here, because I think this is a really good segment, got a little serious, but I appreciate about that about it. And thanks, Scott. I was I was going to hit that one here. Uh, Robert Taylor also saying, um, well, the comment before that, Michael Phelps had the same issues, and nobody fucking questioned him. I'm just saying that something ain't ain't right about that that's all or did you say ain't Bro, white? he said ain't white about but was it that. That so was the i whole point of bringing up the comment because really, well that's that's well, the well, heart of this whole so, thing to me 
So when when I first read it, that's how I read it was like the racial component. But then I started reading the words and like the way they stacked up in the sentence. I was like, oh, did he mean right? And then I read it. So I, I, I think there's, there's layers there. Yeah, there's something not right about it because I think that, yeah, nobody questioned Michael about it. But at the same time, you got to question, is that because he is a white male in a sport dominated by them? And Simone is an African-American woman in a sport that stereotypically over the years has been okay robert taylor's clearing it up racial component 100 purposeful listen man my zeva reading skills aren't that great I, I apologize profusely for it um yeah and and biscuit also commenting that apparently she actually had an injury she was rehabbing from or something uh he says also the fact that she doesn't want to further aggravate her injury so she so she can have a career later where's carrie strug exactly i will say though Love Carrie Strug. I remember watching that on TV too, and I was just like, "Oh my god, she had a broken ankle and did this." So well, before we, thing, nobody's taking away anything from Carrie Strug or any athlete who's ever played through a visible injury. But part of the reason I put Mike's comment up there is because I was thinking the same thing along the lines of. We've seen athletes who, you know, have been ruled out or not played in big games or whatever it may be. How many times has it been that it's been actually, oh, hey, they had a mental health issue. But when you put out the injury report, it's a strain this or strain that or, you know, some type of injury that you can't see. And it was actually mental health. So so. To be fair, I buried Mike's post, but what Mike said a while back was, how many times in the past has an athlete been ruled out for an injury when in reality it was mental health and we just didn't know it because they buried it to avoid these exact reactions, question mark. Yeah, right. great That's point. It drives me nuts that anybody would, you know, harp on a teenager for, you know, doing what she felt was right for herself. Now, now. The other, the flip side of that, I want to know how many times did Tom Brady put on the injury report? Uh, you know, I'm not feeling well. I'm a little, I, you know, I've got the mopies when really he was trying to hide, you know, a knee injury because that's how Bill Belichick rolls. I'm not going to make jokes about mental health, man. That's the problem with this whole thing. Yeah. It, like for too long, people have joked or people have glossed over it or people, you know, say toughen up and act like it's not a serious enough issue to to miss games or, or sit yourself down. But it is. I mean, it, it's it's no joke. And, and the fact that, again, in the last three or four years, it's come to the forefront as a real problem in this country. You know, Kevin Love comes out and says how much he struggled with it. And there are other athletes. I mean, this is getting on par with the whole athlete coming out while while they're playing because no athlete wants to be looked at as weak or not able to, to go out there just because, you know, their head's not right. So it's easier to make up some injury or it's easier to, to say something, you know, happened elsewhere than it is. To, and that's a, that's a damn shame because I thought we were headed in the right direction and this just proves that we're pretty much in the same spot we've always been so so that's that's part of what like man i just i'm wondering with a lot of this like this has been on my mind for wow probably year and a half two years now where where we've heard all this news and seen all this positive news uh i think it was espn recently had an all-female mlb broadcast for the first time ever does that ring any bells i don't know maybe it wasn't ESPN. okay cool not crazy great and and to me, I love to see these things, but at the same time, there's a part of me that's just like, man, I wish this wasn't news. Like, 
How is this the first time that that has happened? Like, why is that the case that that's news? Why is it so remarkable that there are, there are women running this broadcast? Because it's like, why are people being denied jobs when they're capable? Just let let people happen. Let things happen. The best should rise to the top. Otherwise, people are putting effort in to hold others down and therefore basically suppress their product even. It doesn't make any sense to me. Being angry, vengeful, and hateful is so much way more work than just accepting people and, and moving on. Like, let people be themselves, man. It just drives me fucking nuts. No, I agree. Speaking of moving on. Moving on. Thank God, right, Aiden. Well, Thank God. Button, so I guess we got to move on. Because uh, we needed meantime, to, but there was no good way to get out of that one. We, Other than yeah, that. We, we could talk about politics. that for... Yeah, we could talk about that for hours, honestly, but we, we, we've spent enough time on it. We should. We... Oh, shit. So <laughs> now we're going to talk about baseball in the Olympics. And I want to know, guys, do you feel like it's a, a problem, a disappointment, another shortcoming that the U.S. women's softball team uh, ended up getting a silver against Japan? No. See, because I don't think it's. I was going to say, would you like to elaborate on that, Scott? <laughs> Well, I'm just saying, I don't think it's as much of a problem as we make it out to be as far as um, our dominance. Like, I know we're struggling and we're we're used to a level that we're not seeing so far in the Olympics. But again, when I looked at the medal count, I'm like, well, we're still in first. Like, how much do we think we're owed when it comes to the Olympics? Like, yes, you know, we're not picking coconuts off trees like <clears throat> Mookie suggested that other countries are doing. But uh, bro, bro, that was a verified fact. Okay, <laughs> sure, they sure, went. Sure. They did deep background on that one. I'm gonna but find I mean, we don't have shit a birthright to the Olympics, and as fun as it is to dominate and you know win a bunch of medals, like at, at what cost? And, and and all the people that say that you know they, they are pretending like they care right now, and in two weeks they're gonna go back to oh I don't really watch the Olympics anyway. Like, it's just an excuse for every four years to throw on an American flag, you know, and drape an American flag around you. But, you know, it doesn't matter the rest of the time. It's just when it's convenient. So I appreciate that take. But honestly, what I was more curious about was literally us losing to Japan in softball. Like, I kind of thought we had the uh, the upper hey, hand. In, that's what I'm saying. I expected our women to win that. I thought we were national. I, I thought we were the favorites heading in and we right, had to come back. Like, so what though? Silver isn't a failure. And <laughs> if we thought we were going to win, I mean, that's one thing, but th the games still have to play themselves out. Like I've just looked at it. I've kind of flipped my perspective on this whole thing. Cause I was kind of in that same camp before where it's like, I just want to go out there and you know, us needs to win all the golds or it was a big old failure, but you know what? I mean, if we win the overall medal count, and you know, at the end of the day, we're still gonna just because of the pure number of athletes we have playing, you know, the number of sports we do. Like, I, I mean, that's that's good enough, isn't it? Like, because wh wh what do we gain at the end of the day by having the most gold medals? Like, there isn't any type of money awarded. You know, it'd well, be no, nice hold on a minute gain, now. You know, what would be nice is if we gain some of the respect we've lost over the past decade around the world. That'd be nice. 
Oh, I don't think that's going to happen. But what I want to make clear then is what you're saying is that there is no such thing, no such thing as expected titles. And if you don't get there, it's a disappointment. So why can't everyone get the fuck off LeBron's case and realize he's better than Jordan? Well, this is an awkward spot. <laughs> I mean, I'm not on LeBron's case, obviously. And when I say there's nothing about to be expected, I'm talking about when you're when you're talking about competing worldwide with other countries. Now, within individual sports, and obviously, you know, even the Olympics, there's favorites and all. But I'm just saying there shouldn't be this outcry of, oh my God, you know, we're such failures and things are going so horribly for us. When, I mean, the big picture is we're still winning overall. Like. Yeah, it might not be by a million points, but hey, you know what? When you look at the, the the basketball team, the rest of the world's caught up with us, right? It's embarrassing to lose to France like they did the other day, right? But if they win by Dude, two it's or three always points, embarrassing to lose to France. As and long as they win. Wait, Aiden, hold on. Before you go that route, we got to touch on this jersey. So you, you're rocking uh, Turkey? Uh, let me check for you really quick. I am currently <laughs> rocking a team that I cannot pronounce the name of, but they are in the Turkish league. How do you own a jersey that you don't Bessie, know? The- Beshikas? You think I've owned any of these jerseys, Scott? Now that's the first <laughs> lesson for you. None of these jerseys are mine. Not a single one of these have been mine. You know oh, I'm not at my enough. house. Carry on. Yeah, no. Um, <clears throat> I'll give this my best attempt, and I hope you guys like it. This I'm is so the jersey curious. of uh, Galatasaray. They're in the Turkish League. Oh, I'm getting a yeah. thumbs up that I announced that correctly. Yeah, so, that was solid. Uh, yeah, wait so that's what minute, I got Wait a minute, wait a minute. Your buddy's right there? Uh, I mean, yeah, he's in the room. With, well, he's my boss, but yeah, he's well, in you're, the room. Well, also with, your boss, true. But he's also, the, he also is my buddy, yes. Is he is he is he cool to say hi before we we sign off today? I mean, I feel like he he deserves at least a, a minor cameo. And with how badly tonight's gone, it, it can't be anything but an uplift for us, right? Let me ask him really quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, while he does that, before we transition out of Olympic stuff, I did have one angle on it that I was going to throw out there. And go ahead, man. The way that everything's gone, I was going to ask you guys. Now I realize I only have two out of the 10 that I wanted for this, but like, what are the other Olympics that you've been interested in watching over these Olympics? Oh, scratch all that. Aiden's got his, uh, his boss with us. Hey man, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Good. Thanks for keeping him off the streets, man. Like we were worried about him. <laughs> yeah, I was worried about him too. Really? I just, you know, he had to have somewhere to sleep, I guess. So he could work still. That's really uh, See, you now that's, that's important. Yeah, I'm you, also you got- seeing the exact thing that Aiden said two weeks ago where he was like, my boss is actually just a, a, another me. Like, I'm an exact replica. <laughs> Pretty much. It's kind of scary. We uh, order the same exact food at most restaurants. We have the same car. There's a lot of similarities that just do not make sense. And do you guys uh, the same fry at the same time? You broke out, and I didn't hear that question. Damn. I heard French fries. <laughs> I heard something. All no, I know, though, I is that... smart ass. Never mind. All I know <laughs> is that he, he's the boss, though, and, and, and Aiden's not. So he, he's got that, that leg up on you. Um, exactly. Yeah, I mean, no, this is... <laughs> Robert Taylor said he's so confused right now. Good. That means the segment's working. Are we working. seeing double right now? Like, 
This is Gotta a lot more difficult than it should be, but it's like a mirror image between my arm. So should we should him. we should we give him a name or just leave him as Aiden's boss? I feel like that's uh that, that could that could play well, or at the same time, I don't want to be disrespectful. I mean, fine. his name's Bruce Jack. It's fine. Disrespectful is a, a bit. All right. Aiden's boss, Jack. Uh, are are you drinking anything tonight? You got anything to weigh in there on the uh, the Olympic scale? Uh, I can get something real quick. Oh yeah, he's well, got a lot I mean, of beer yeah. in his fridge, so he'll be I mean, right we back. always encourage beer drinking. So yeah, go for All it. Right. All right, cool. So while while Jack while Aiden's boss Jack is getting a brew, uh, Scott, I was tossing over to you. Say, are there any Olympics that you would rather watch than these? Beer Olympics. There you go. What are Scott's beer Olympics like? What are what are the events included in said Olympics? Getting my internet to work. Um, the two by not doing the show on my phone. Um, just about anything where technology actually works. Those are the Olympic events that I want to see. Cool. Great take. Uh, hey, Aiden's boss Jack is back. back. <laughs> what you drinking tonight, man? Uh, I've got a Terrapin Recreation Ale. It's a local Athens brew. Hell yeah. Uh, nice. It's a IPA. What's the percent? Uh, it's always a solid choice. All right. So the rating scale tonight was your, your – well, wait, Scott. What was it again? You had a specific one. Oh, uh, I said it was – well, I had a specific one, and then I couldn't really remember because I was going to do something about the NCAA, which we'll get to in a minute. But uh, it was going to be from like uh, – I guess the NCAA staying as it is all the way up to chaos. Just do Olympic. <laughs> Thought I was muted. No worries. <laughs> I was not muted. Got the scale you just gave. I didn't understand. I don't think he understood. Didn't make sense. Uh, Jack, what's, give your, uh, your beer rank, uh, rating off of your Olympic scale. You know, I think this is uh, Olympic a, memory. Olympic memory. I don't really have the direct memory, memory but Miracle on Ice. I mean, that's oh. what, that's what this beer is. So. Nice, solid. Do you believe solid. in miracles? Yes. This show being good, that would be a miracle. Like this, this week's episode <laughs> with no connection. Good. We're I'm selling for okay at this point. Like, let's be honest here. This is um, one of the worst experiences ever for this show yeah and i thought yeah. it was pretty bad when uh mike's internet went out but holy crap and you know what the thing is that pisses me off about this the most scott oh wrong button <laughs> i intentionally try to stay semi-sober heading into the show tonight because it's like all right mike's not gonna be there it's just gonna be me and scott with aiden running the board like gotta at least be semi-responsible for helping the show structure and content got fold up yeah, I should have gotten blacked out, and this probably would have been so much better. But uh, I was going to say the Olympics that I would actually rather be watching right now is the ones that the Mighty Ducks were playing in because it would have been so much more entertaining. I mean, can you just imagine seeing Goldberg in the Olympic Village at the buffets? Sure. Dude would crush it. He would clear them out of every single fucking food on the planet. And then you would have Gordon Bombay huffing and puffing around, getting himself into trouble, just mad as hell because he's only five foot four. I mean, it'd be absolutely amazing. But mostly because at the end of it all, you know that Mr. Conway himself would do whatever it takes to bring home that gold. 
and not because winning is important, but because team building, togetherness, and love is what rules the day. How great would that be? Uh, cool. Not the right way to transition <laughs> there, but really before we moving on the last, the last thing I want to throw out to you, Scott, I need you specifically to answer this because you are literally the only one on the show equipped to do so. I want to see an Olympics that puts Jordan's space jam team up against LeBron's space jam team. Who wins that matchup? Olympic rules. Jordans. Are they not the exact same team other than Michael versus LeBron? This is this is really just a Michael versus LeBron question in disguise. Wait, I mean maybe, wait, but way to snuff that one out, Aiden. I'm just like <laughs> you didn't even try to hide this. Like this was not much which of is, a disguise. Which is why we're gonna make the transition over to football. All right. So last week we no, got we're gonna do no. We gotta do the commercial thing. What? No. Yeah. yeah we, we, this we show's fucked. We're not worried about the commercials right now. It's <laughs> like I'm not worried about the the commercials. Hey, guess what? We have a bunch of sponsors, and uh, when our computers are working, it's better. But hey. We're going to talk about the NCAA because you should last also week, listen to Belly Up Sports because they got a lot of other great podcasts. The only one I can think of right now off the top of my head is Slapshot Sweethearts and the Drunk Guys from uh, Down South. You can't remember Corner Booth Pod? Corner Booth Pod. There it is. I was going to say, <laughs> well, <laughs> not south. that. Anyway, last week Mike was pissed because we didn't bring up the whole fact that Texas and Oklahoma had been in conversations with the SEC about moving on over there, and then it came true this week. Turns out, uh, what, are we, what are we looking at? 2023? When uh, I heard Texas 2025. Moving on? 2025. 2025. Okay. Yeah. So either way, the deterioration in the NCAA continues now that athletes are getting paid. We now have the co- conferences starting to collapse even further from the Big Five. I am ecstatic about this whole thing because the idea that Texas and Oklahoma, who, Oklahoma, 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 <laughs> who who have been carrying the the carcass of the Big Twelve around for quite a while now, just jumping ship and being like, "eh, we don't want to be in here anymore," is only surpassed by the fact that. They didn't talk to the, the SEC. Didn't say anything to Texas A and M when this whole thing was going on. So this backdoor deal went on without the knowledge of Texas A and M, who might have an issue with Texas and Oklahoma joining. But I am super excited that this is probably going to lead to the demise of football and and the NCAA. Oh man, I'm I'm torn on this one. To be honest. Um, like, look, I'm all for getting rid of the NCAA in football. Like, we kind of already did with the college football playoff committee. Like, there is actually no relation between those two organizations. Scott, that's a beautiful drop right there. That snap crack and then just you I can hear the fresh beer flowing. Nah, I think this is one that, like, you take Rex Ryan out back to the, the backyard. He burns the thing and just buries it in the ground and we just move on. But um, my concern is honestly, how is this going to affect other sports? And I know people are quick to say, ah, who gives a shit about, you know, badminton or whatever the fuck. 
yeah, okay, fair. But at the same time, like there's things. I don't know, dude. I was just trying to pick an Olympic sport that they play in school still, you know, like to be honest, badminton's actually super entertaining. Have you ever seen him smack that birdie? Like, holy shit, man. No, but more importantly, Mike's take was and. Oh, by the way, I can't see any comments because I had to delete that thing or else my thing would have crashed, too. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, at this point, I'm sitting here just trying to be on the, the air. So I haven't checked any comments. But uh, Mike's take and a couple others out there is that basically this is going to dissolve football from the NCAA. So when you're saying that people are, you know, you're you're worried about other sports, does it even matter? Because if they're not in the NCAA anymore, won't those sports have to sustain themselves somehow otherwise? So what so what you're saying is it's a world where the NCAA or actually you're saying there is. If if there is no ACC, Big Twelve, SEC, Big Ten, whatever, in football, is there still going to be one in the other sports? Like that's yeah, where I, I guess mean, I this get. This is essentially like Mike's take was more or less that this is just going to have football break off from the NCAA altogether and have schools form their own league. Right, but if schools are forming their own league for football, like the ACC, like. The conferences are separate from the NCAA. And so I think what what you're saying is the conferences are basically going to be like, F-U-N-C-A, get the hell out of here. But, oh, also, by the way, still run like all those other sports leagues and competitions. Like, still do March Madness and the the Frozen Four. Well, you know why that would be the case, though, is because if the NCAA stands to make nothing and just completely dissolve because all of a sudden the schools decide, eh, we don't need you and we're going to have, you know, none of the sports will just have this football league. I mean, they lose out altogether. So the NCAA will do whatever they can to keep football for sure, but they're definitely not going to want to lose all those other sports. So if you're thinking that, oh, a school like Alabama or something like that, the NCAA would be like, oh, well, you can't compete in any of the other sports because you guys broke off in football. That is not a chance in hell of that happening. They'll still take whatever money those schools will generate in the other sports. Then there'll be less so, of a commitment to have to worry about paying, you know, the golf team or whatever the hell everybody's concern was about the lower tier programs getting cut or not funded as much as, you know, football and basketball. So so what what you're saying is, is that the ACC, for example, will continue to exist in its entirety for the non-football sports and participate in the NCAA competitions kind of the way they do now, like for basketball, for example, to have the ACC season, the non-conference, and then March Madness. Sure. But then the football team just goes off and does whatever in the new Super League conference thingy, Majigger. Yeah. Like, okay. the individual sport can break off from the NCAA. It's not like they I, you know, I feel like, you know, it'd be, like, really helpful in all this. Internet that didn't suck? Well, that's true, too. Uh, Like a picture. I just want... Can someone just draw me a picture? I do really well with pictures. Okay, so I got a question. In in this hypothetical situation, and I don't think that it's going to happen, like, tomorrow, because Texas and Oklahoma leaving for the SEC means... No, Scott, now with a picture with your words, like, literally crayon and, and, like, paper. What? I want a picture with crayon and paper. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. I'm going to ask you a different question, though, to paint a different picture. So, assuming that something Way like to invalidate this did... my feelings, dick. That's what we do. 
So, assuming that this league were to happen and you're looking at it, I'm thinking something along the lines of 20 to 25 teams. And obviously, we know the usual suspect, but where does the cutoff Whoa, wait. Like, Hold on. Stop. You said 20, 25 teams is your upper bound? I'm not saying that there would necessarily be, but I'm saying if there was a cutoff for this league, I would think 25 would be because then you could have – five teams in each division in within this league but i mean because the top top 25 is generally so fluid where is the line of all right this team has enough tradition whatever like enough sway makes enough money to where they can be in the league versus out so i I don't think ucf is making it in this league regardless no, I get that. I think you're taking like a step further than I was. I was looking as you'd have the you'd have the ACC, Big Ten, SEC, and then like whatever is worth saving from the Pac-12, Big Twelve, uh, and at large, like essentially those four conferences, right? Those three conferences, and then like the scraps. And you you combine them all together in what I would say would probably be at that point, like, what is that, like a 50-team league with divisions maybe or whatever the fuck. But, like, that's how I was thinking about it. But you're going a lot smaller than that. Yeah, no, I think this is – if this were to happen, I would think it would be a much more exclusive club because you don't want the overhead from any of the teams that you're that aren't bringing in enough money. Okay, so you're putting Aiden to sleep with your dumbass ideas. Aiden, what do you think about any of these rumors? What are the what's the buzz down there on campus in Georgia? What are what are this what are the people on the front lines, the people that matter? What are the students saying? Uh yeah, so it's summer right now. I'm not in a, an actual <laughs> class, so I have not spoken to any students recently. Uh, so I can't tell you what the uh, University of Georgia students are thinking about this uh, this rumor slash news. That's what I got for you. I was not expecting you to be in class, Aiden. I was expecting you to be in the college bars. Hey, man, that's on me. I have not been to a bar recently, <laughs> so I will oh right, COVID. Sorry, I forgot one. about that angle. Uh, uh, UGA students have not been caring about COVID downtown for uh, the entirety of COVID. So, um, good to know. Yeah, uh, I have been, but I have not been downtown since COVID happened. So, don't have any information for you there. I'm sorry. Wait, what about on like the TikTok? The TikTok. I'm on the TikTok. Damn, I was really hoping to get a spit spit take there because I saw you taking the last chug and I was like, oh man, if I can get him to spew this, that'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I held it in for you. My bad. I'll speaking let it out of, next time. Speaking of which, I was trying to get you to spew it all over. Now, I think if you just sit up a little bit. Okay, is it at a a a French club jersey? Argentinian. Oh, I'm out. Yeah, I have no idea then. Who this you rocking right now? Plate. Rip, oh, Rip. Did, for real. That's respect, bro. Thank God Aiden decided he was going to come in here and have a wardrobe change every five minutes because this show would be <laughs> even more of a disaster without this. And I'm going to just push God, past the Aiden's fact. boss, Jack, came up with the idea of, like, hey, <laughs> I have all these soccer jerseys. Here's Would you like Jack. to, like, wear one? And then, you know, we talked about it for a few minutes and came up like, dude, every time the camera switches, just put a different one on. And I was like, all you know right. what? That's a great idea. And uh, he even sent me the list over text of what I'm wearing oh my in God, order. Yes. So, right. yeah, Jack's got the plug and the hookup on this one. 
Uh, so, so shout out, shout out, Jack. I want to make I want to make a motion on the floor. Okay, I motion that now he's not just Aiden's boss, Jack. He's Aiden's boss, Jack, comma friend of the show. Scott, I do, do think you he's a friend of the show? Absolutely. I, I, I'm second that that he, he right. made a great first impression. So we'll keep. Him. Perfect. We we got we got a fist bump from him when he heard that. So I, oh, I'll take it. He's better. pretty oh pretty God. excited about that. Congratulations, Jack! You're part of this shit show officially. Yeah. <laughs> three three losers in Ohio like you, so that's got to do something for your hey, yourself, and, soon, right? And one in Athens, Georgia. Come on now, let's. <laughs> well, no, but I, I check all the boxes. I assume he already knew that. That's all. Uh, to be determined on whether or not he actually knew that, but we'll see. Fair. So, in did you bring your Kong Bong with you on your hobo adventures? Unfortunately not. It is stuck in storage right now, so uh, that's completely on me. You know, I wish I but, had that wonderful tool. But, but you I know what? Not. I I think you I think you made the right choice because you kept it safe, right? Like you're not going to lose it as you move around couch to couch and all that because that exactly. would be absolutely a disaster. So, uh, while we move on to the next topic, because I feel like there's no better time than right now to do our our Kong Bong segment here, Aiden, I'm going to toss it to you if you're cool with that. You want to talk, uh, touch on the Aaron Rodgers saga at all, or honestly, anything else that's on your mind, my man? Nah, you know what, Aiden, for for just a minute, while while this, yeah, is going you, Scott, on. you're a completely black screen, and that <laughs> is not racialist at all. Like oh, it's there. It. Oh no! Nope. Oh, 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 race card. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had Mike on the show one way or the other. Oh. <laughs> so, all right, Scott. What are you gonna? You want to take away the Aaron? Rod- I was, I'm gonna Kong Bong. Yeah, no, you, you go ahead. I was going to, and you're gonna leave it up on Aiden. I was going to, or you can leave it up on you. It didn't matter. I was well, going to go on ahead and right get now, all so. the drops in while you all the sponsorship reads. So, oh uh, yeah, let's look. do that. Yeah, I was gonna say while, while Mookie bongs his beer uh, from our good friends over at uh, Good God, this Kong Bong. Yeah, I know, but I was. Oh. That's not the problem. I remember Kong Bond. I'm like, where are all the the graphics for it? Oh, okay, cool. There it is. Anyway, in the meantime, we're also sponsored by Beer Drop. And look, nobody likes to go out to the store and deal with people. Instead, let our friends over at Beer Drop save you a trip. Beer Drop will deliver award winning craft beers straight to your door. Starting at under four dollars a serving, it's simple. Just tell them the types of beer you prefer, sign up one of their monthly plans, and Beer Drop will curate a box of fresh, award-winning craft beer that'll be sent right to your door. You don't even have to put on pants, because Mookie doesn't. You can swap out beers and more, or even skip a month like I did. And if you don't like commitment, you don't have to. You can still order delicious beers individually to be delivered right to you. Just head on over to Beer Drop and use our, our link craftrootsports.com slash beer drop and you'll get $5 flat shipping. That's craftrootsports.com slash beer drop. And then baseball season is still going on and whether you like it or not, there's two things that make baseball great. Dingers and bat flips. So how about you step up to the plate and blast one to dead center field with our friends over at Dugout Mugs. You can flip your baseball bat mug if you want, but it's probably better just to pour your beer into it. With Dugout Mugs, it can be baseball season all year long, and if you go to dugoutmugs.com craft, you'll get 15% off your entire order. All of your favorite teams, except for the Yankees, because they don't deal with terrorists, 
Custom designs, wine glasses made from bats, shot glasses and bat handles, and bottle openers made from bats and baseballs. They've got it all. Dugout Mugs has the perfect option for the baseball fan in your life. Hit them up. Get 15% off at dugoutmugs.com slash craft. That's dugoutmugs.com slash craft. Dugout Mugs. Swig for the fences. And last call Wait. was brought to you. Oh. Uh, but we're not going to do last call. We're just going to do the, all the drops at the same time. So this is being brought to you by more. But you didn't talk about the metal bats. I know I didn't do that because I'm just trying to get through this, man. Good Dude, God. you can do it, Scott. You can do it, Scott. I believe in you. Dugout Mug has uh, metal bats for pre-order right now, so you might want to go over and get one. My wife got one for me. I'm super excited for him to come out. But go on over to Dugout Mugs and Pay check attention, them out. shorties. <laughs> yes. Anyway, more labs. Drink one bottle of morning recovery while you're partying and bounce back quickly the next morning. Guaranteed. Go to morelabs.com and use the code SPORTS at checkout for 20% off your non subscription purchase. Dear God, that's over with. Hey, you know what the best part is, Scott? Uh, I don't know. Me trying 20 to 20 minutes out to and we can things. pull the motherfucking ripcord and get out of here. That's true. And leave this horseshit of a show behind us. So Who's how do we get out of this? Oh, you gotta yeah, click on that thing. Now I don't even know. Boom, <laughs> it's still so funny because he's so fat. <laughs> I don't All know right. why you did the basketball transition though. We're still talking about football, but it's training. Because it was the first one I clicked. You mentioned to Aaron Rodgers. I mean, so let's talk let's... about Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> So, uh, so he for some reason inexplicably has the camera on himself as he continues to Kong Bong. Uh, Aaron well, isn't Rogers, that the point? About this, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, what fuck. the hell off-season saga was this? <sighs> so again, unless you've been living underneath a rock, Aaron Rodgers basically held the Packers uh, hostage this off-season, saying that he wanted nothing to do with them because they hadn't put enough talent uh, around. Him. I know that one. Hadn't drafted guys that he wanted to, you know, be there and play with. Still a little butthurt over Jordan Love getting drafted last year in the first round when he still Rude. thinks he's got plenty of time left. But he does. somehow at the end, he, uh, he, spoiler alert, he doesn't. Uh, somehow at the Ooh. end of all this, it ended up that they, the Packers and Aaron made a backdoor deal. This will be his last year in Green Bay, and then he's free to go. So it almost seemed like all of this was for a big nothing because Aaron Rodgers ends up reporting to camp. He'll still be playing for the Packers and everybody wins for, I guess, another season. So one more year of the Packers losing in the playoffs before Aaron Rodgers skips out of town and I guess goes somewhere he's more appreciated. And joins the Denver Broncos where intern Aiden happens to be a fan of the team and will like... And as, you know, the great Peyton Manning did, will win an MVP and a Super Bowl with the Denver Broncos. And I'm here for it. So, so keep going, Scott. You were doing great, but. So Aiden no. thinks he's going No, I to need Denver, to hear more about this. Yeah. I don't buy it. Dude, 100% he's going so, to Denver. Right. Denver is so good at every position except for, wait for it, quarterback. Answer Aaron Rodgers, Super Bowl. That's all I'm going to say. But watch this but in he, 365 days, and I'm probably wrong, but I feel confident right now. 
Well, we're we're good at being wrong here. If there's one thing we're good at, that's a good point. I just, I just, I don't know. I don't understand the point of all this shit. Like, was it really just to sell, you know, ad space on ESPN on NFL Live? Like, I can't believe. Like, what what the hell was the purpose of all of this? Like, is it basically like them saying, "Look, Aaron, play for us for another year, just because we can't lose you yet, but we'll let you get the fuck out of here afterwards"? Like, how does that serve his purpose at all, too? Like, I'm not saying he had I the power what in the situation. Down to is that the Packers were thinking that he was on the end of his career, and instead he went out and won the damn MVP. And it's very hard to be like, hey, we're going to take the MVP of the league at quarterback, the the main position in this league. The only position that really matters is you're worried about being in contention and just let him walk or punt him and and have him move on. I mean, he's now the longest tenured Green Bay quarterback ever. So there's that. So exactly what Scott said. But have you have you guys not heard the news? Like, have have either of you heard? Which which news? He got Randall Cobb. They put town around him. Uh, yeah, it's true. Yeah, he, it's all like, over he now. He insisted on it too. He the insisted. And the season right now, the Packers got Randall Cobb. They finally surrounded Aaron Rodgers with talent. It's over. It's done. You know. I Devontae like that that Adams was his, ain't like, shit. First thing that made him happy was I, having his right? old like, battery from like five years ago. Randall Look, Cobb is infinitely past his prime. Well, and he wasn't even that great then either. Like he was a solid no, number no, no, two. No. I mean, he was legit. What Randall Cobb? You would say Randall Cobb was a number one wide receiver. I didn't say Randall Cobb was receiver, never the Packers' he was a legit first weapon. receiver. But that's what I'm saying. That he was a legit true. weapon, but he was a number two at best. And now five years later, you're going to stick around because they pick up Randall Cobb. Like, well, right. He's that's just trying to flex his tiny little dick sure. a little bit. Like, it, <laughs> so dumb. It's so dumb. I don't Speaking get it. Of dumb though. Uh, it came out this week that with everybody reporting, including Deshaun Watson, that Houston's like, hey, guys, uh, we'll actually field offers for him now, which is interesting because they spent the entire offseason saying they had no plans to trade him. And it was a little bit difficult if you uh, know about Deshaun Watson yeah. and his offseason going. Yeah. But what's more absurd is that Houston is asking for a king's ransom. They want five high picks including players that are currently playing so i think they wanted something like a package of three you know first round picks and two starters Mm. or something wait so hold on i gotta say scott when i when i hear what did you say five high picks i hear uh like ricky williams uh chris henry (laughs) um basically anyone from san francisco like wow I feel like you could you could actually off that <laughs> Aiden. You could probably <laughs> off that up pretty easily, right? I mean, yeah, an offer could be made, but who wants to pony up anything for Deshaun Watson when the text I got yesterday was that now ten women have corroborated <sighs> different stories against Deshaun Watson. Yeah, that screams. Let's trade away our uh, the future of our franchise for a guy who might be uh, in jail in a year or two. You see, Scott, you say 10. I thought I'd heard it was, like, much higher number. Well, yeah, the, um, I mean, the well, total number of women is is higher, but as far as the ones that have, like, put their name and uh, story out there, specifically to, I think, lawyers, like, I think there's 10, like, officially confirmed because there was something along the lines of, you know, if you if you're 
if you don't reveal your identity and you're just a Jane Doe, like they, they can kind of dismiss it. But you, as soon yeah, as they put you got to be able to face like your accuser. You right. Know, there's Bill of Rights kind of shit. Put their the, name out there and their story out there. The, and the, so it's like an impossible situation. If if you're any other team, I mean, I'd, I'd call up Houston and be like, we'll give you a seventh round draft pick and a conditional third. Yeah, see, no, this is this this is this is where I'd go even less because I think it's more of not even the Jane Doe thing. It's like, hey, so we got thirty women. Um, we only need to use ten right now because if we can evict you on all of them, you fucked. And if for some reason you slip away like OJ, well, we'll just throw the next ten at you, and we'll keep doing that until we nail you for the shit you deserve to, you know, answer for. Which to me basically says he's fucked, man. This dude is up a creek. Like, if I was any other team in the NFL, I would trade him for nothing. His ass gonna be cut and serve in prison time. Like, I don't know how you get around that. He can come back at Michael Vick style, maybe, and redeem himself. But I honestly think if any of this is true, and with that volume of reports, you gotta imagine like there's where there's smoke, there's fire. Oh, yeah, this is mostly true. He ain't ever playing again, flat out. Like, I ain't trading shit for this guy. Houston should have been spending the offseason finding another motherfucking quarterback for that matter. They did. They got Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor has been the starting quarterback for a playoff team before in the past. Drew, you have a question. If you factor factor in the fact that Tyrod Taylor has the starter going into multiple seasons. And if it wasn't for a doctor, what puncturing is, I want to so give, me the okay Chargers, again. give me that uh, getting oh, hurt when he was there with the go. Browns, yes. like Tyrod Taylor, this might be his first legit shot that doesn't go sideways. Look, I honestly, I really, really hope that for Tyrod. Cause I feel like he's a solid dude and he's had a couple shots that went sideways. Uh, he was in Cleveland. Didn't he bust his finger in Cleveland? I don't know. I'm so scaring at Scott's amazing beard other than it just makes me want to touch it. But, um, he wasn't, he wasn't he in Cleveland when, uh, Baker came in as a, a rookie and busted his finger. And then Baker came in. Obviously we Correct. all know about him getting stabbed in the lung by the friggin' what doctor. Was to say, this, it's now happened to him three was, times. He was, he was in Buffalo for Josh Allen. So the Chargers. Cleveland for Chargers, uh, yeah. Baker, and then Baker. he was in out in uh, San Diego for uh, well, Herbert. It, man, and the thing that always killed me about him in Buffalo, Josh Allen, is like when Josh look. Josh Allen's a stud now. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to throw shade now, but like at the time, he wouldn't shit. Like he was more of a running quarterback than yeah, he was a but passing it's a quarterback. New Troy, man. Yeah, I mean, teams Josh are Allen, all it, about getting those those high round draft picks in the game, you know, no matter what it costs. So it's like the first sign of anything. It's like, all right, well, we're going to go with the new guy. Well, and Josh Allen is pretty white to begin with, and he was living in Buffalo. So he's probably super shiny. <laughs> what the hell does that have to do with anything? Really, like you're so white that it reflects off of you? Hmm. Mayonnaise white. Right. Moving on. Thank you for that, Aiden. We're running low on time. We've only got 13 <laughs> minutes, so uh, thank God. Only probably more time minutes. we start to uh, head towards the finish line. Uh, let's I, go. Well, I agree. Good, yeah. Good news. Go we ain't got we shit trying. else to talk about. <laughs> well, I mean, I do. We, we I did, do have a quick we wasted question the first for 30 Drew. minutes with the internet fucking me over. So, oh, that's All what right. it was. Yeah, quick question. time flies when the technology's screwing you. 
Aiden's got on a new jersey, though, so there's that. So, all right. What, uh, what do we think? Aiden, Aiden's oh, – oh, oh, Crystal Palace. That's easy. There we go. Good good work. Um, also, I finally sourced the article about the uh, Tahitian soccer team. So, uh, back in 2013, Tahiti lost to Nigeria in the Confederation Cup. Now, that is a – national team tournament in soccer where if you win your uh it's like a subcontinent region kind of thing if you win that you get to compete in this thing and so tahiti sent a team because they beat a bunch of other islands and their team had only one professional player the other players on the team were part-time players and some of their jobs include delivery man truck driver gym teacher and accountant one player Climbed coconut trees for a living to have a very I tried, man. Expert. I tried. I'm sure that's exactly how it's pronounced. To heavy, to heavy, very Ludivine. I feel like it's pretty good. I feel like it was a pretty good effort. Yeah. They, they definitely had awesome celebrations when they scored their one goal ever. Um, and they also. <laughs> Gave up like 35 goals in three games. But the best part about it is that they scored a goal in FIFA international competition, like the highest level of competition. Mike, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about, man. This is legit story. And it's a super uplifting moment in soccer. Again, sports that uplift a nation uplifts the people. And you can keep putting the comment up there, but I'm going to talk about it. Cause like these dudes showed up and they played like these were guys that were doing it for the love of the game, and they went out there to represent their country, even though they got humiliated on an international stage, but they competed for all 90-plus minutes of three matches, and they did themselves well. As a matter of fact, out of the, their uh, their demonstration in the group stage, I believe six of their players actually got professional international club contracts, and as a result, again, helping you know uplift the profile of their country get them the respect they deserve. And it's a heartwarming story because these dudes, they were modern day mighty ducks. Moving on. That was <laughs> not, that was not really sure well why done. the soccer played. Uh, well, cause we were talking no, about soccer. No, okay, cool. cool. I mean, uh, we, we got 10 minutes, so we're just going to go on ahead and start to wrap things up. Let's talk, talk about, about our beers, beers now. We're drinking tonight because it has been a disaster of a show. But hey, we still got uh, hey. obligations, so we're gonna finish out. Mookie, what were you drinking tonight? Uh, tonight I was drinking Stratophonic IPA from Levante Brewing Company. Absolutely fantastic. Went down super fast, although it was actually really hoppy, which is great. Uh, it was a little bubbly, like we, it was a little bit live, if you will. Uh, so a little bit of downgrade for that, but honestly, couldn't recommend it more. Super delicious drink in uh, New England IPA. Um, on the Olympic scale, I would rate it um, anytime the U.S. women win gold in soccer. It's always a good time. They all kind of blend together because it happens often enough, but I still want it so badly to happen the next time that I cannot wait for it. So I think Stratophonic completely fits into that mold, and that's why I'm going to rate it a U.S. women's national team gold medal. Cool. Uh, Aiden, what were you doing Scott gives well, zero bucks right now. First of all, I'm pissed, and I'm going to tell you why in a second. Atlanta United. But I, thank you. Yeah, I mean, goaded. But uh, I was drinking <laughs> Old Chub. From, 
Old Chub from uh, Oscar Blues uh, Brewery. It's a Scotch Ale, eight percent alcohol. And the reason why I'm upset is because I was going to say this is Brandy Chastain ripping off oh, the jersey after yeah. hitting a penalty kick in the sports bra scene around the world as she slid on her knees in the grass. That's what I was going to say. And then Drew just goes, "Oh, you know, women's soccer winning gold at the Olympics. That's about what I, you know." But I had a specific example, and but so Aiden, I'm mad. Aiden. Do you remember when she did that? No, I don't think I was. That was in the World okay, Cup, I, wasn't it? It was. It was uh, the Women's World Cup. <laughs> All right, I'm embarrassed. All right, <laughs> do you want me to admit that I'm wrong? <laughs> I was just All gonna right. say you're you're still hey. in play, man. You're still hey. in play. <laughs> These are not my jerseys. I don't know soccer. What do you want from me? <laughs> I don't know soccer. Scott. I'm a '90s guy. Damn. Exactly. Scott, what are you drinking? Right it on. Oh the man, I nice. was another <laughs> strawberry milkshake dipper. For the uh, second week in a row, I wanted to see which one would be better. Last week, I had strawberry schmickles, and this week, I had just straight-up double strawberry milkshake from Weldworks Brewing. Uh, basically, the same formula, but holy God, I just want strawberry dippers in my mouth all the time. I- I'm pretty sure that I found my preferred freezing. method of drinking any type of IPA, and that's just to add all the lactose, uh, milk, sugar, and then some type of fruit and call it a milkshake, and I'm fucking in. These things are baller. No, we're not going off the Olympic scale for two weeks in a row, Mike. That's just kind of what we fell into because earlier I had an idea. And Why do you keep giving him a form to give his input? He doesn't count nor matter right now. He ditched us. <sighs> yeah, but, you know, he's still here in spirit. I understand that. And earlier today, I was chatting with him on Google and I was like, Mike, you should just come on the show, open the mic, open the video and just let it be you and the boys in the background. Like, it'll be great. Can't obviously, be any worse than this shit show. obviously, he didn't even respond because clearly he didn't think it was funny. But now with, with the way things went down, clearly it would have added to the mix. I mean, <laughs> So uh, I do have one more thing to say is uh, would would you like Aiden's boss, Jack, to come on and rate his beer last second? Yes, yes absolutely. Jack, All right. One more time. All right. Aiden's also, boss, Jack. Star Wars, episode four. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I didn't even run out of jerseys. I've, I've got more. I just didn't want to put it on. You just run out of dedication. We Celtic. Exactly. I tried. Uh, yeah, yeah, fair, fair. Oh, I see it in the replay. Yeah, the little the crest. All right, Aiden's Aiden's <laughs> boss, Jack, friend of the show. What were you drinking tonight, and what do you rate it? Uh, Terrapin Recreation Ale, uh, and I rate it uh, Olympic scale still. Olympic scale still. Um, the Redeem Team coming back after nice. U.S. didn't win the gold, and LeBron and Kobe just destroying it. Oh. Maybe that's Good the time. long-term U.S. plan. Every two or three Olympics, they're like, eh, we're going to suck so that the next time we have some sort of redemption arc and everybody will love us again. It gets boring if you're dominating Olympics after Olympics. So maybe if you throw in one where you're kind of just meh, the, the rest of the country will ex- respect you. But, I mean, that's a point you know what, your Scott, not picking coconuts. Scott, you know, you know what that take sounds like? The take of a loser. Wow. Ouch. Yeah. By the way, by the way, Scott, he has a name and his name is Terhivari Ludemann. (laughs) Nailed it. 
Throw some Killed respect it. on his oh, name. Oh, dear God. This has been a show. Uh, so, like, we get to hang up now, right? In. Um, it was a nightmare uh, of a scenario. Uh, everything that could go wrong did go wrong. I've been hosting this damn show from my phone in between. Ugh. You've been hosting. Yeah, you heard me, motherfucker. I started I've hosting. been hosting. Yeah, no, 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 wait. Jack's been hosting. Let's be honest. Between the beers and the, the jerseys provided, this was Jack's uh, show. That's true, yeah. This was Jack's show. Jack when will I send Venmo, you videos, we'll... I'll say Jack's show. Perfect. <laughs> we'll, we'll, Ven- we'll Venmo you some cash. Just uh, like, you know, keep 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 our buddy Aiden off the streets. Um, and Aiden, we don't want to claim any ownership over the show. Let Scott take it all. Let him take the fall. All right. Yeah, that's going to do it for us, guys. Thanks for joining us. Uh, You can follow. Guys, they can't hear you. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When it comes to service, Rush Truck Centers is committed to making you their top priority. Whether you're looking for same-day preventive maintenance, assistance from their dedicated service concierge team, or 24-7 access to your truck repair status, Rush Truck Centers offer customizable maintenance plans that fit your needs. What are you and your truck waiting for? Schedule an appointment with Rush Truck Centers Service Department or ask them to dispatch a mobile service unit when and where you need it. Visit RushTruckCenters.com to find your nearest location. You can expect more from Rush Truck Centers.